This is a KUNV Studios original program. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, dreamers and creators. You're tuned in to the City of Dreams Unveiled, your monthly deep dive into the pulsing heart of Las Vegas's art and entertainment scene. I'm your host, Jeff Lund here to peel back the layers of creativity and inspiration that fuel our city's most innovative minds. Today, we're thrilled to have a distinguished guest, Victoria Hart, the creative dynamo behind Pink Kitty Creative. As the vice president of the AIGA Las Vegas chapter, Victoria is a beacon in the world of graphic design and branding. Her work at Pink Kitty Creative stands as a testament to her innovative approach in designing brand experiences that resonate and engage. Known for her commitment to be good, do good, Victoria's passion for creating excellence and community involvement shines through in every project she undertakes. Let's dive into the colorful and inspiring world of Victoria Hart, where creativity meets purpose. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy a, to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure for me. Um, just knowing your background and your community involvement in art for Las Vegas, it's super important. And that's what the show is about. We really want to showcase the people who are actually in the city doing amazing things, connecting other artists and being a part of this creative industry. I'm happy to be here. So let's start out with the, your beginning in the career. Um, could you share with us where and how you started in the career of the creative industry? Sure, absolutely. So I um, am originally from Seattle, Washington, and I grew up there, and I was kind of meandering about with my life in my 20s, going, what am I going to do? I ended up um, having a baby, and I thought, oh my gosh, I can't be a bartender forever. Mm -hmm. So my girlfriend said, hey, you should go to this school. It's called the Art Institute of Seattle, and it's really great, and I think you'd love it because you're an artist. And I was like, okay. So I ended up attending there and getting my, getting my um, associate's degree in graphic design. And after I graduated, I was working at some agencies and hopping around to a couple of different places and, and right out the gate, I kind of started my own business thinking, oh, I could just do this. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and that was very challenging, but really fun. Um, we were located in Bellevue, Washington. I got another girlfriend of mine to join me and, and we did lots of fun things. Um, but then I, I was just getting so tired of the rain in Seattle. It rains all the time. And so I moved to Las Vegas. And when I moved here, I got this really um, terrible job at a sports betting place because I kind of didn't know my way around and and who the agencies were. So I worked there for a little while and was um, trying to find another career path. Uh, and so I ended up um, just looking and looking and, and found this company called Westwood Studios. And at that time, they were a young, um, growing company that um, developed computer games. And I ended up getting the job there. And that was kind of life changing and a very pivotal moment in my graphic design career. Okay, that's great. Is Westwood Studios still around? No, no, they um, ended up getting 
bought by Electronic Arts quite okay. a few years ago. There are still a lot of people that used to work at Westwood, um, programmers and game developers that started their own company called Petroglyph Games. Okay. And they're still around. Excellent. Um, the inspiration, let's talk about Pink Kitty Creative. Um, what was your inspiration behind founding that company? Well, um, when I was out here, before I moved here, my we had a white cat and my daughter kept um, dying at pink. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing with the cat? The poor mm -hmm. thing. She's like, mom, I'm going to be a hairstylist when I grow up. And so I think I'm just practicing on the cat. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like, all right, go for it. And that was my inspiration behind the name. But the reason I really wanted to kind of branch off and, and do my own thing is I had done Westwood Studios and then I went to a company called Creative Dynamics and worked there for about seven years and they were a fabulous group of graphic designers. Um, and then I went and I kind of got tired of graphic design. So mm -hmm. I started... Um, uh, the owner of Westwood Studios reached out to me and he said, hey, let's open this. You want to help me open this um, art gallery downtown? And I'm building a building specifically for art and it's fabulous and I want you to run it. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. This yes. is a chance to try and do something different and really kind of dive into more of the fine art, which I've, which I've always been passionate about. And so I did that for about seven years, and that was called Brett Wesley Gallery downtown, okay. right across the street from the arts um, factory. And then after that, I was like, okay, now what do I do? And my clients kept reaching out to me all the time while I was at the gallery. So I was kind of doing a little bit of that and a little bit of client stuff. And um, so I just decided, hey, let's, you know, the gallery was sort of winding down and, and going in new directions. And I thought, I'll just jump back into graphic design because that's what everybody wants me to do. It just seemed natural. So then I started Pink Kitty Creative and did did my own firm. And I was really nervous because, mm -hmm. you know, that's a big jump starting your own business. And yeah. and uh, and it just worked out great. Yeah. Let's, we'll talk about the business aspect in a little bit. Let's back up. So mm -hmm. design, gallery. How did, like, was there always that in you to, like, open a gallery? Or was it just someone pitched the idea and you're like, this is of interest. Yeah, so I have always um, loved art. It's been my passion since I was really small and I used to draw a lot and, and I do a lot of um, sculptural pieces and work with glass and and just anything. I'm, I'm kind of very crafty that way. But um, the the... The jump was sort of like, okay, I've, I've kind of done everything in this graphic design world, but I really love fine art. And that yes. was a perfect opportunity for me to be able to jump in and um, learn more and really grow. And, and what was really pivotal in, in learning um, was, was um, Brett sent me to... Um, Art Basel in Florida mm, yes. for four days. And oh my gosh, it was just mind blowing. The breath and the, and the depth of the art in, in three days, I was there up at 8 a.m., down at 9 p.m., or going to the late night parties. <laughs> the parties yes. And I didn't even see 
uh, probably half of the art, not even half of the art there. So it was just it was just a really big eye-opening experience of of you know the different degrees of art. There's yes. so many levels that mm-hmm. that are kind of crazy. And 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 um, you know when you think about art. I I always love to just see more and do more and experience more because it opens your mind to all the different possibilities. Yep. What I like about art is it can be something that you take out of the trash, you know, Mm -hmm. found materials, and you can make something, or it can be a fine artist. So there's such a wide array, and I think that's important for, you know, listeners to understand, like, you don't have to be a a professional fine artist to be to call yourself an artist, right? I believe we are all artists yes. in, in our core. There is something that makes us creative and everybody has it. And how they use it and express it differently is their unique interpretation of art. Yes. So. I also feel art is around us mm-hmm. in everything we do, in the clothes you wear, in the conversations you have, in the food you eat. Like it really is like the source of everything that you can reflect upon, you can be inspired by. It's just so many layers. Yes, I love that. I believe that too. I think, you know, and and what, it's just, it really inspires us to think differently too, which is what I love about it is you can see something and go, oh my gosh, I would have never have thought of that because you've experienced it through another person's eyes of what they've created. And that's what I love. So quick going back to Art Basel. Mm-hmm. Did you know, for our listeners, what is Art Basel? So it's a um, it's an art festival that that gathers artists from all over the world and and multiple countries, um, Germany, France, and and it is a three day festival where people can come and look at art. It's mostly a lot of the galleries are just trying to showcase new artists to be discovered and found and shown, and um, and then there's these fabulous parties and and um, lots of events around just art in general from yep. from from the smallest artists to up-and-coming artists to the to the very most famous and into the historical collections of art you, you get to see all of it yep and it's usually it's in Miami mm-hmm. I think the like the first week in December yeah yeah mm-hmm. so so anybody interested I would highly suggest making a trip it's a fabulous vacation you will be <laughs> immersed and submersed yes. into everything from performance art to literally everything absolutely yep. and from from on the beach and to the different buildings there's just a million mm-hmm. different buildings scope yeah. is, scope is my favorite yep. so yeah it's the burning man of the art world yes. in a sense yes. too yeah. yeah so um let's talk about aiga mm-hmm. first of all what is aiga AIJ is the American Institute of Graphic Arts, and um, it was founded many, many years ago. I don't know when exactly, but every every major city has a local chapter, and it supports graphic design. So graphic designers, you know, from all over the United States are a part of the organization. Yeah. And um, it just really helps us to kind of elevate the profession. When I got into graphic design, Back in the 80s, um, nobody knew what a graphic designer was. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and even I, when I started going to college, I kind of didn't really know what they did. Yes. I just knew I loved looking at magazines and type. Type was like my thing. I just love it. And and Andy Warhol's Interview Magazine and Ray Gunn Magazine were like my favorites. And so 
So it really elevated the conversation of graphic design. Yes. And and now today there's, you know, a plethora of graphic designers. Yeah. So. And back in the day it was probably print. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Very simple. Absolutely. But now just looking at like social media mm-hmm. and TikTok and like how graphic design has impacted like we're all sort of a little graphic designer when you're creating your Instagram posts or your TikTok. Absolutely. Um, So what's the mission for the local chapter here in Las Vegas? So we are just trying to, um, post-COVID, trying to get more um, people together like we we I feel like since COVID we're all kind of in our own little silos still working independently it did it did um, create a lot of like individuals going out on their own and starting their own business and and what we try to do is bring them together and 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 educate them about graphic design and bring in speakers from all over the United States that talk about design that are really amazing illustrators or really incredible um, movie producers, we, we kind of run the whole gamut. So if you go to our website, there's a million different interviews of really great dynamic designers and illustrators and movie people. Yep. Um, I attended one of your events. Mm-hmm. It was it was amazing. What I really found inspiring was the community of people that you're building in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who's just starting out, maybe you're still st- still even in school, those students that showed up, it gave them a sense of like, there's professionals in this industry locally in Las Vegas that you can use as a mentor. Absolutely. Okay. And that's a great point, Jeff, because I love mentoring. I'm at, I'm, you know, I'm so seasoned now. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm getting up there. <laughs> and, um, and I love working with these students because they have so many different, I, fresh ideas that I would never think of. And they, and they think differently and they, you know, because they're so immense, immersed in social media and all that. And I'm just not, um, I love print. I'm so old school. Yes. And, um, so UNLV actually has their own chapter of AIJ as well. Okay. And those students, a lot of times will come and you attended the coffee and creatives, um, mm-hmm. group, which is a really great sort of morning, um, educational piece where people can just come and talk and tell us their concerns and what they're trying to do and we try and address um, people individually. But the students, um, they are able to really kind of learn and see who's in that community. Like we try and get a lot of the seasoned designers out so that they can latch on and and grow faster, you know, and and learn about things that maybe they might not be getting in college or whatever. But I just love working with with the kids. I I always have like an open desk in my office where somebody can come and hang out and sit down and answer all their questions and, and, uh, they're welcome to come and do little internships yes. and stuff. <laughs> yep. The other thing I noticed there too, um, I had brought a couple friends, one's in the um, party planning event business mm-hmm. and the other is you know, in the, the shoe brand. She's got a fashion shoe brand. And even they found inspiration coming to that because they're exposed to a different you know, circle of friends or a circle of people, which like you're cross-pollinating yes. across the city of Las Vegas. And that is really key to every artistic endeavor, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like I learned so much, like we just started 
um, partnering with AMA, the American Marketing Association. Yes. And they put on these incredible events and have really great speakers from all over the world. Um, and and so we learn more about marketing. Marketing is a huge part of graphic design, you know? And, yes. And the same thing with with performers and and just creative people in general. They can all, you can all kind of learn from each other in, in some way or another. For sure. <clears throat> Um, okay, so you moved to Vegas to get out of the cold weather. Mm. I sort of did the same thing, came from North Dakota. Winters are not my thing, so anytime I can get more sunshine and, and warmer temperatures, especially right now yes. in the winter. Um, how, does, how did you find your place in this city? Like, you didn't know anybody in the art space or, you know, back then. How does someone coming to Las Vegas new sort of get their feet wet and just find a, try to find their tribe? Oh, in the city. Very good, yes. Um, for me, it was, you know, when I started working at CDI Studios, I um, I met Julie Murray. Julie Murray is a fabulous woman in Las Vegas, and she um, she has Moon Ridge Group uh, Philanthropy Advisors, and she just was really open about connecting people. And through her, I was able to meet a lot of people. I helped brand... Um, Three Square, our local food bank through yes. her. She introduced me to, once the cannabis scene came on, on I did all of Thrive Cannabis Marketplace. Um, and so she was a big connector for me and kind of like a mentor as well. And that was really helpful. I feel like trying to, if you're just coming here and trying to get your groove, the best thing to do is to attend these um, AIGA events or attend marketing events or go out to where the people are and start meeting people like it, that's a lot of designers are real introverts so it's kind of hard but but the more you expose yourself to more people the bigger your tribe starts becoming yes and you'll learn that i'm really connecting with this group over here i feel really comfortable over here and you just kind of grow that way i was fortunate enough to be here for so long that I've met a lot of people and and that has really helped and you know being good at what you do really helps as well because people want to hire you and refer you to their friends and things like that so that's really my business is all referral based I've been very blessed that way yes um, to have that and I think networking is is yeah. everything number one you got to show up yep um, one sort of event that I found is first Friday Mm -hmm. Like if you are in the industry or want to get in the industry, just show up at First Friday. It's a fun event. It's in the evenings. And just start talking to people who have booths there. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. that's a great way. Everybody's yes. very open to meeting new people. And if there's someone who's doing similar art to you, that's the first conversation. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And then just start like, how did you start? That sort of thing. And just start building that network or friendship. Yeah. And before you know it, First Friday is amazing for that sort of networking. To do. Oh, absolutely. And it doesn't cost you any money. Mm -mm. Just show up. It just show up. Yeah. So when we were running the gallery, we were literally, we're in the Salmon Ash building. I don't yes. know if you're familiar with mm -hmm. that, but gorgeous building that Brett built. And First Friday was really fun. We we never really sold any art on First Friday, but people love to see the art. So they'd come through the gallery and you know, most of our collectors were more on preview Thursday. We would we would have big parties that night. Um, I'm pretty sure they still do that. I don't know. But 
But I loved just that's where I would discover new artists for the gallery sometimes. Like um, like one of my favorites is Giovanni Morellis. You've seen his yes. work in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just phenomenal. And I found him, um, you know, drawing and painting at First Friday. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so amazing. Let's do something with this, you know. And, yes. And there's been a few, quite a few others. And so there's so many opportunities at, at First Friday. But you have to start the conversation. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Have you found, this is one of the things I love Las Vegas for, it's a big, small city. Yes. It's like a little community. Um, You know, you can go to L.A. or New York and, you know, you're a little fish in this massive ocean where really the secret to one of the things about Las Vegas is you can be a big fish in this small pond and get to know literally everybody or three degrees to someone. I know, you know, we've spoken and I've been like, Victoria, who can I talk to here? And you open up your Rolodex to me, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm grateful for, but it's very easy to do that in this city. Have you found the same thing? Absolutely. That's what I love about this town. I feel like if I retired from graphic design and wanted to become a fine artist or a sculpturist or or take on any project, I could be famous overnight because it's yes. so it's it's still so small and 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 that's what makes it so exciting here. Yes, like I feel like you you could be anybody here and make it. You, you just gotta get out there and start doing it, you yep. know, and make those connections yep. and stuff. But it's not easy. You no, know what I mean? it's not easy. Absolutely, it takes time, but right. you know you can do it here. I feel like I feel like that's exactly right and I tell everybody that Vegas is a small town but it feels really big to the world. Yes. But we are really a small town and and if you can make it here you can make it anywhere. Uh, I think that's New York, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Um one thing we haven't touched upon is your influential projects in Vegas. I I know of you know, a few. Tell me, you know, your top three and where we might be able to see them in town. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, of course, one of the ones, my top one right now is the um, City of Las Vegas logo, which is on the Gateway Arches, uh, that giant monumental arch that's out front of the stratosphere. Yep. So, so it's all lit up and it crosses mm-hmm. over and crosses the sign hangs over the, the traffic. Yeah. So next time anybody drives under it, you now know that Victoria Hart <laughs> was the designer in that. Yes, that was a fabulous project. Um, one of my other absolute favorites is um, uh, Chef Brian Howard from Sparrow and Wolf opened a restaurant called Half Bird Chicken and Beer. All right. And they are in Henderson. Um, right off of Green Valley Parkway. And I got to do all the branding from the logo to the packaging design to the interior design of the entire restaurant, from the fabrics to the wallpapers. I even made rubber chicken chandeliers. Which I love was it. So much fun. Yeah. So that's one of my passion projects. And then third, I would have to say, you know, I absolutely love Farhan Nakvi of Nakvi Injury Law. Yeah, I do all of his billboards and his branding for him. Okay, and and actually, I love the um, Craft House Brewery. I, okay, I can't leave them out because they're another favorite. Yep. I get I've been doing their label designs for all their beers for um, the past. I want to say five years. Wow, it's been a minute. Yeah, yep. And when they when they approached you to do their labels, were mm-hmm. they carte blanche like? 
whatever you design is good with us or talk about that process with them. Sure, sure, absolutely. So Wendy and Dave over there um, were one of the very first craft breweries in Las Vegas and Henderson actually. And then they opened one downtown and they, um, Wendy always comes to me with a great idea. So she says, this is what I'd like to see. And then, and then lets me go carte blanche. So I usually take that idea and mess around with it until I come up with something that feels really like the beer taste. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't drink beer, so that's kind of hard. But she's like, you don't need to drink beer. Just, you know, you know the essence of the flavors. And I'm like, okay, good. So, and it always works out really, really well. So, And how do you, like, this is diving deeper into it, like Mm -hmm. your color palettes. Mm -hmm. How do you, you know, choose colors for a beer that you maybe haven't tasted? Right, exactly. So usually there is a flavor essence. Like for instance, right now we're branding a new um, hard seltzer called Prism. And it is a green mango guava flavor. And so just from that, I'm obviously going to introduce some green and maybe some peachy colors for the mango thing. Um, But uh, in the prism idea, she didn't want to be really... Um, most of the time, we're kind of a little more abstract on the designs. We don't we don't want to hone in and go, oh, here's a bunch of prisms on the label. Sure. But I did use some really angular um, textures, uh, kind of evoking v- prisms, but not necessarily prisms. So that's kind of how that comes along. And then with the type treatments, I always just try and find so I, I, my designs. If you look at my website, tend to be very bold. Um, and colorful because that I feel that's my personality. Yes. So I usually go really bold with type, and um, everything starts off really big, and then I'm like, "Whoa, that's too big. Calm down, Victoria." <laughs> and so I usually have to backtrack from there. And I'm I'm the one the client never has to say make the logo bigger. It's so funny because I'm yes. the designer that has the logo all over the thing because I know how important that is to them. But then I usually have to take that back a step as well. Cool. Um, let's let's talk about business and being an artist, because a lot of artists are missing that the business aspect of understanding, like you got to pay the bills and you got to negotiate a lease and like all that boring stuff, and they just want to focus on the creative. How do you balance, you know, having an agency mm, like that, this? That is interesting. Um, I I feel like I've been blessed to be both right and left brain a little bit because business is is never the fun part, but you have to do it. And so um, with me, I tend to, it just kind of comes naturally. So the the best thing was I found software to do my billing with because I was doing all my invoices by hand on my computer and, and losing track of everything. And and my programmer, I, I always program with a developer, his, his name's Chris Davey. And he uh, he said, "Look, you need to use some software to do this stuff with." <laughs> yes. So, and that was only like three years ago. That's how that's how old school I am. Um, so I've managed to get all my accounting in one area, and I'm really good at that now. And I work out of my home studio, so that part is really easy for me. Yeah. Um, but it, it it's not easy. Like most designers and artists in general are not very business minded. So you really have to, if you're not good at that, I recommend, you know, taking classes and yep. find that someone to help area. you. Yeah, find someone There's to help you. There's <laughs> technology 
the Chamber of Commerce has a ton of absolutely. You know, That's great another resources. logo I did was the Chamber of Commerce, oh, which I didn't mention, but I love them. They're fabulous. <laughs> There's so many things you can do there. Yep. So um, I I was so glad that they changed their name to the Las Vegas Metro Chamber of Commerce. It's like wow, that's way yes. too many words to put into a logo. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, Vegas Chamber is fabulous for that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I thought it would be fun to do a lightning round of questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you up for the challenge? I'm ready. Okay. Number one, morning or night? Are you a morning person or a night owl when it comes to creativity? Absolutely night. Number two, music or silence? Do you prefer working with music in the background or in complete silence? Music, but it can't be any vocals. Number three, city or nature? For inspiration, do you lean more towards the hustle and bustle of the city or the tranquility of nature? Oh, it absolutely depends on the client. So if it's an organic client, I go out to nature. If it's, a, if it's something more aggressive and busy, I, I head to the city. Number four, sketchbook or digital? When brainstorming ideas, do you usually reach for a traditional sketchbook? or go digital with a tablet? I'm all digital. Number five, classic art or contemporary. If you had to choose, you would spend your day in a museum of classic art or gallery of contemporary works. Oh, absolutely contemporary. I love the Broad. Remember to join us next episode on March 24th at 9 a.m. We will continue to explore and celebrate the diverse and dynamic worlds of the artists in our city of dreams. Until then, keep embracing the creativity around you and support your local artists. This is Jeff Lund. Stay inspired and see you next time.